What's going on, beautiful people? The Black Hokage here, aka TVH, and to be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to my show, Hokage Thoughts, the show where ain't no hoes, but we do think out loud here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you choose to listen to this show on. Today, in which I'm recording, is November 7, 2020. And quick life update if you missed the last episode, go listen to it. It was called The Sad Kage. Uh, real sad, personal type stuff. Uh, a lot of people said that it really helped them. Uh, it really put a lot of things into perspective and it was dope to see a man, especially a black man, uh, be vulnerable and all this other shit. I'm not gonna lie. Fun fact about that episode. Like I had been like pacing like back and forth for like an hour straight. Cause I actually had show notes. I lied. I like, I did have show notes, but like, I just wasn't like in a joking mood and I couldn't get myself together. And like, I was pacing myself back and forth for like an hour straight. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to just throw the, the notes in the trash, which I did. I wish I didn't because I could have used them for this week's episode because the news is fucking slow. But uh, <laughs> I threw my note. I just trashed my notes. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just speak from the heart and we're just going to see where this goes. And I ended up just sitting there talking for like 40 minutes. We ended up being like a therapy and all this other stuff um, that like that whole thing that I was going through that I was going through for that, like like a week and a half, like before I even had recorded that I was going through some bullshit. Uh, but. I dropped that video and then afterwards, this is just a quick like life update. Afterwards, like everybody started reaching out to me, like fucking a bunch of different content creators I'm cool with. Uh, my parents, uh, we squash things and we had, we put water under the bridge. Um, a lot of different friends, of course, the GI boys. I, I've, I've had a million and five different conversations. And for the most part, I seen a couple fuck boys. We just blocked them for the most part. It was honestly 99.8% positivity from you guys. So I appreciate you guys showing me love. Everybody who's calling me. Um, what I got out of that too, is, you know, um, communication is a two way street. You know what I'm saying? Like I be holding shit in. Uh, and one thing I, I realize I got to do is uh, I got to be a better friend to people. Uh, so like literally like since that episode dropped, I've been talking to everybody in a mama, just FaceTiming everybody, making sure everybody's OK. People FaceTiming me. Um, and from that, I've developed like stronger friendships with people. So call people like this whole the whole texting thing that we live in. Like I've never been a big texter anyway. I've always been like I prefer to talk to you in person. Or if we have to, we can talk on FaceTime or Google Duo if you're poor. Uh, that's <laughs> if you don't, if you don't know what Google Duo is, it's basically FaceTime for broke boys. Basically, FaceTime for niggas with Android phones and security footage. <laughs> I literally, I literally use Google Duo for a total of two people on my damn uh, my contacts list. But anyway, I'm just joking. <laughs> Shout out to Google Duo. Uh, so yeah, I've been FaceTiming and Google doing everybody and a mama and just talking to everybody. Some people I was actually surprised that we, you know, you have more in common than you think. And you end up talking for like what, what I thought was going to be a 10 to 20 minute conversation. I ended up talking to people two or three hours. And this is every day, just learning a lot of things about a lot of people. You'd be surprised how many content creators slid in my DMs and was like, yo, hey, I'm either going through therapy and I'm going through the same things that you going through. You're so brave. I've been going. I'm, I swear to God, it was at least 50 different content creators that slid in my DMs and said, yo, I've been fucking I've been going through this fucking I, I'm, I need to fuck. Uh, ooh, it's been a while. Uh, <laughs> uh, but they said I've been going through the same things as you. Like, you'd be surprised how many people. And then a lot of you guys in the comments said the thing. But yeah, long story short, I wanted everybody to know that I'm fine. I'm cool. I'm at peace with like a certain a certain other things and like I'm just learning. I just need to talk to people more and quit trying to hold stuff in. Um, I, I'm cool. I'm cool. 
So I appreciate all the love. Um, if you want to show more love, please consider rating this podcast. Look at the yo, I I know I be I know I be like joking, talking about like yo, this podcast sucks, but I'm not gonna lie, y'all can't act like I'm one of the smoothest motherfuckers. I'm one of the smooth motherfuckers when it comes to these transitions, bro. If y'all want to show more love, please rate this show five stars on Apple Podcast because that is the best way to help the show grow. It helps move my show up the algorithm, which in turn brings in new listeners, um, which is really dope always to see. Like, I'd be streaming and people be coming through, which is another thing. I've been streaming, by the way, twitch.tv slash the Black Okage, because I've, I've been streaming for like the last three or four days and people will come in the chat and be like, yo, you okay, bro? I'm like, bro, it was cool the first day I came back and streamed, but it's like, all right, y'all, like, can y'all please pay attention? Like, I, I've been streaming. I'm cool. I'm cool. Um, I don't need anybody's pity. I'm good. Uh, what was I about to say? Uh, if you want to, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it helps bring up, bring more people to the show. That's that's what I was trying to say. So yeah, make sure to rate the show five stars uh, on Apple. That would be much appreciated. If you want to further support the show, consider supporting the show financially. Please consider sending a donation to my cash app. My cash app is dollar sign the Black Hokage 08. If you're watching the video version, it will be to the left of me. Um, there will be it'll it'll. Be like right there on where the where it says like the show topics and stuff like that once again it's dollar sign the black okage 08 it doesn't even have to be a big donation it can be a dollar five dollars ten a hundred a million whatever you send is appreciated which is another thing by the way a lot of people which is funny in that last episode i didn't even really do like my traditional intro i didn't even bring up my cash app or anything like that but that was another thing that was really dope to see um when when i had dropped that episode like this past week mad people have been hitting my cash app and like they weren't like necessarily like big donations not that i really care because i appreciate anybody who supports me uh but like people a lot of people were just sending donations just to i guess they felt like maybe that was because it was a lot of comments on the video it's a lot of people on my twitch streams maybe they felt like that was a way to guarantee to see me uh make sure i see what they said but it was a lot i'm talking about like probably a hundred plus people that hit the cash app and every time it was like a positive message like hey bro keep your head up that podcast like really inspired me and like mind you i didn't mention my cash up in that damn episode uh but it was just mad people sending positive work because you know if you if you donate through cash app you can also leave a note and people were just leaving uh positive notes uh so i appreciate all the people that hit me on the cash app don't think i didn't see it um that's love that's love so hit my cash at dollar sign black okage because i'm poor y'all know i gotta make a payment on this apple watch I'm joking. Y'all know I don't make pay. <laughs> Anyways, yo, since the last podcast, um, oh, yo, this just, this literally just happened. I just, so I woke up a few hours ago to see that uh, they are projecting. They said Joe Biden is officially going to be uh, number 46. I believe that's what it is. The next president of the United States come January 2021. That means Biden, not Biden, but that means Trump is the fuck up out of here. Uh, yo uh the only nothing unites americans americans are so fickle and so divided on a bunch of shit but nothing unites americans more than when they hate something or somebody bro uh like fucking if somebody attacks americans be talking so much shit to each other especially like in sports and shit like i be ragging on cleveland and we be ragging on everybody's cities and shit like that but when something like pisses americans off that's when like they unite and like motherfuckers like i'm i had the news on i had to turn it down uh because i just started recording but i had the news on in the background like people are celebrating in the streets and shit um 
people are really happy this motherfucker got out of here and i'm not gonna lie i really try not to talk too much about politics i, I first of all i'm not gonna lie uh, i'm not even like a biden fan it's one of those cases I, and i feel like a lot of people aren't it's one of those cases where it's the lesser of two evils uh anything is better than trump at this point um and I, I it, it's it's crazy to see because the other day Trump had did a press conference where so I remember election night, election night. We were me. It was me, Siggy, literally everybody in G.I. except for J.G. because his bedtime is at like 7 a.m. I mean, 7 p.m. Then he has to go to bed for that 7 p.m. For, I think it's because he's like light skin or something like his immune system is weak. Um, but uh <laughs> Make sure to rate this podcast five stars, bro. Yo, so the election night, yeah, the all the entire GI crew it was a very fucking rare situation because I feel like a lot of times we don't be in Discord a lot, which is another thing. If we can go back, I'm I'm sorry that I'm all over the place. This is another thing that if I can go back, I guess that like I realized maybe why I was a little bit sad is uh you know everybody in gi we're all getting older and every like shout out to ace ace literally just had his kid like uh two days ago or something like that he's at home the wife got discharged and all that shit so shout out to ace for having a healthy baby and all that um what's the name uh make sure to check out his podcast gamer flex podcast he's the one that helped me lose weight um I guess I was like also like a little bit sad too, and I didn't bring it up because you know my thoughts were all over the place. That like everybody in GI is getting older, you know, like uh, you know, Siggy's got multiple kids, uh, Nomad's got multiple kids, Flock's got multiple kids, Ace has got a kid now, JG's got a kid now. Uh, all the older people, the only people who don't got kids is Ethos, which Ethos doesn't even have sex. He's he's asexual. He, he's he's a game developer. He doesn't have sex. <laughs> i'm just joking around yeah but he does as a game developer so he doesn't have time for you know a family and shit and then 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 you know chaos and steve and and black they're all younger so it's kind of like it's kind of different so like the older half of like gi like they're all like you know older with like kids and i'm kind of like stuck in the middle where like i'm not old but then i'm not like young i'm like the young vet if that makes sense you know like jimmy butler or something like that uh so i'm kind of like stuck in the middle i'm like damn like everybody you know all the ogs got you know kids and their own life and shit and they doing their own thing and they become like super busy it's like i don't got nobody to talk to i was like i need to make some new friends or something uh this is this is some bullshit but anyways back to what i was saying just one of those realizations one of those realizations. um i was about to say um was i talking about the biden and trump shit oh yeah uh yeah trump did a he did a a press conference the other day and uh yo i'm not gonna lie that shit was kind of spooky to watch uh he so i went to bed the night before we were all in discord and we were watching the election results election night it was like three four in the morning they hadn't called it but and by the time i had uh i decided to go to bed it was really late uh the momentum had shifted and trump was winning at that point so i had went to bed fully expecting to wake up with the news saying trump had won but then uh, I guess the mail-in ballots started to come in and the momentum started to shift. And that's what's happened in the past few days. And then today they actually called the election that Biden won. So that was really interesting to see. Like it was really, really close on some like Avenger shit. Like it's been a lot of those memes with the Avengers where like uh, that end scene in the end game where it was like, yo, look to your left or your right, wherever he said. And then T'Challa comes out with, with the with the girls and shit. And then the rest of the Avengers appear with Doctor Strange and shit. Like that's that's literally like what happened. Like we've been on like the edge of our seat and like 
it was just really wild to see because this motherfucker Trump, he saw the momentum shift and he started getting butthurt and this motherfucker threw a press conference and that shit was really spooky to watch. I don't understand how any, you don't have to like Biden because I'm not a fan of him either. Um, if, if we're being totally honest, since we're talking about politics at this point, like I'll say it, um, I was actually more of a fan of, I don't want to say a fan, but I was more, I, I liked Andrew Yang out of everybody uh that 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 uh, that was trying to run for president i didn't agree with everything that andrew yang said but he was the only person that i saw that was like he never got mad at any questions that were asked he never took anything personal the only thing i heard from him he was almost like a robot the only thing i heard from him was solutions and he seemed like he was very open to hearing other people's ideas but he was a very solution-based oriented type of person and to be honest i would actually like to see him run again uh after after this you know this presidential run or whatever so i would actually like to see him run again especially because he's young uh, i think he was only like 40 40 something um but yeah that's that's who i liked but uh la, 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 i was about to say uh yeah that motherfucker got on stage he saw the momentum shifting they hadn't even called the election this was like a day or two ago and he was just like everybody's cheating everybody's cheating i saw fifty thousand bad first of all this motherfucker get the original story was there was ten thousand ballots that he found floating in the water and um <laughs> they all had his name on it then the story changed to he found fifty thousand ballots just floating in the water and my thing is like it really it's really wild how his cheerleaders just believe anything that he says because if there was really 50 or 10,000 just ballots missing, floating in a river or in the ocean, we live in a social media era. If this thing was real, right? Which, by the way, everybody's already called bullshit, right? But if this thing was actually real, don't you think in this social media era, this big brother watchdogs era that we live in, if there was like a bunch of ballots just floating down the Mississippi River, some fisherman with a phone, somebody who just hangs out in nature with a phone with a recording and be like whoa look at all these ballots you literally cannot we we really we literally witnessed a man get murdered on camp multiple black men at this point but like the the george floyd one was really disturbing we literally watched a man have another man's knee on his neck him shouting he can't breathe and somebody sat there and recorded it and you mean to tell me that there's nobody that 10,000 50,000 pieces of paper in the water is a lot especially in this era that we live in with the whole you know tree everybody's a tree hugger and shit like that now um everybody cares about the environment which is you know we need to take care of the environment invest in evs um <laughs> my neo stocks is going crazy um anyways anyways uh what's what to say uh we live in the social media era where everybody's a tree hugger now and you mean to tell me nobody saw fifty thousand pieces of paper just floating down a river or down the ocean or wherever he claims they were floating because i don't know if you guys noticed whenever he said that there was ten thousand or fifty thousand ballots just floating and dumped in the water you notice trump never actually um uh, he never actually mentioned what was the body of water that it, was it the mississippi river was it one of the great lakes uh was it the ohio river um was it the atlantic ocean the pacific ocean the indian ocean like which which body of water was it it's almost as if he was lying and that that's one of the most interesting i hate that i'm talking about politics i'm probably gonna piss a bunch of people off but if you mad fuck you um just make sure you hit five stars before you leave bitch um 
it just baffles my mind that like Trump supporters don't think about these things. And this is coming from somebody, if we're being totally transparent and we talk, I guess because I'm older, I guess this is what we're talking about politics. I don't identify as a Democrat. I want y'all to understand that. I don't identify as a Republican. If we're being totally honest, I, I identify as like a moderate or independent, like someone in the middle. I don't, I, I don't vote off my feelings. I'm not on that demo. Kanye West is a fucking idiot, but I do agree that uh, a lot of black people are on that democratic plantation. Democrats don't be doing much for us. It's just one of those cases of the lesser of two evils in the case of Biden. That's why people are excited. But if we're being totally honest, fiscally, I would say that uh, I'm much more conservative. I do not want to pay more in taxes. I do not want a bigger government. Uh, I actually think most black people are actually conservative. They just don't actually know it uh, because they, they vote with their feelings. Uh, but then morally, I would say I'm more, you know, liberal. Uh, I believe everybody should have rights. I believe everybody should be treated like a fucking human being. Uh, so that's why I say, like, I'm like, uh, I don't know if the word is a moderate or independent. I'm somewhere in the middle. I just go with the candidate that I think uh, is has most of my interests in mind, because you're never going to find somebody that has 100 percent uh your ideas in mind that's why i said i like andrew yang because he was more solution based he was never they used to always try to race bait him uh with questions and ask all these other and he never fell into the traps that's why i liked him i was like i like this dude uh he seems very level-headed and that's why i said yo andrew yang run again i need my thousand dollars a month uh, <laughs> 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 uh but yeah like it's just uh this motherfucker always would be like, yo, 50,000 ballots in the water. Which body of water are you talking about? Are you talking about your toilet? Are you talking about what, the Mississippi River? Which body of water? Because if there was really, because here's the thing, right? If you're the president of the United States, you have all the info in the world at your access. Not because you just have Google like the rest of us, but you have so many advisors. And if one of your advisors said that there was ballots in the water, don't you think they would tell you which body of water it is? And it just, if you want a good laugh, go to the youtube channel go to the the daily shows youtube channel and look up kepler's when he interviews like trump supporters it's so fucking funny how stupid some of them are and uh and and but at the same time it's kind of sad it's an example of how the american school system has failed everybody and that's why i said as i've gotten older i don't believe that most white people or all white people are racist but I do believe that the education system didn't just fail people of color, but it failed white folks as well, uh, because if 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 the education system was doing what it was supposed to do, we wouldn't have questions like why do HBCU exist? You know, HBCUs exist because black people were not allowed to go to college. So we made our own universities like it's it's a very simple answer. But instead, they try to flip it into like, oh, it's because, you know, they hate white people. It's like, no, we literally it's because y'all hated us and you wouldn't allow us to go to those schools. And now they're here and they're here to stay in their historically black universities. And that's just like a simple example. I can get so much deeper. On, I'm all over the place, by the way. I'm probably uh, this podcast sucks. Uh, make sure to rate it five stars. But just listening to some of those people if you go listen to the the daily show when he interviews like trump supporters and stuff it's so funny and sad at the same time and some of them come across as racist in the videos but not all of them some of them generally just seem like they're fucking ignorant uh and you know like i said there was a there was a joke i seen uh you know nevada was really slow to, to count their votes uh and uh <laughs> i seen somebody say like yo everybody i guess she was from nevada she's like yo everybody's yelling at nevada we rank 50th in the nation for education y'all know we slow can y'all like <laughs> and like it's a joke but it's sad at the same time like yo motherfuckers is if you're not from one of the coastal states and one of the coastal cities you, your education was probably really bad and that was one of the things that i actually noticed 
when I was younger, um, when I had left, uh, when I had left high school and I went to university, like my freshman year, like a lot of my courses were things that, so I, I, uh, like I, like for those of you unfamiliar with my life, see, my father was in the military, right? And I had a very unique life during the school year. I went to school in the suburbs, but you know, during the summer, I spent my time in the hood. I spent a lot of time in South side, Chicago, um, Atlanta, East St. Louis. Uh, so I've seen both walks of life. Uh, and that's why I'm a lot more empathetic towards people who are in the hood. Like I get it. But then I also understand the whole don't be a victim mindset. I understand both sides and I feel like the truth is somewhere kind of in the middle. And that's what I always kind of try to preach. But long story short, when I went from high school and I graduated and I went to university, I went to HBCU. I went to the University of uh, Arkansas, Pine Bluff. And like my freshman year there, I noticed how easy the classes were. I was doing stuff my freshman year uh in those courses that i had learned like my freshman sophomore year in high school mind you i was in college just doing basic ass algebra and shit like that and like it like really hit me i'm like yo like i think i think i had a 3.8 gpa and i probably could have got a four if i was trying i wasn't i wasn't i dead ass i want y'all to know like i was one of those stu i was one of those students i i 100 charmed my way through life i was great at athletics i was one of those kids who during the morning announcements my name was always on the morning announcements because i was always winning that's one of the reasons people never fuck with me i used to talk a lot of shit i used to troll i used to be one of those kids that if you walk past my late my, my lunch table i would roast your ass but the difference is people would not fight me because they knew i would beat their ass and the reason they knew that and i've actually had people they would tell me this in high school they knew because my name was always on the morning announcements you know Corey such and such one because my last name is none of y'all business uh <laughs> he's like Corey such and such won his match yesterday in wrestling or he placed in regionals or states or whatever so like motherfuckers knew i was a i was a, i talk a lot of shit but i'm a bad motherfucker this is why i've never been scared of people who wolf on the internet there's people who've been there's so many people that have threatened to beat my ass over video games and i tell people the same thing every time i'm not trying to be like no tough guy but I'm at every gaming event. Obviously not now because COVID and all the events are shut down. But before COVID, I was at every gaming event with my chains on. My chains have never been snatched. Uh, so I don't, all that woofing on the internet that you hear some, from some of your favorite content creators, yeah, we gonna see. But anyways, where am I at? I'm all over the place. Uh, where was, what was I even talking about? Uh, I'm sorry, the testosterone started. The testosterone started pumping. I, I actually don't remember what the fuck I was talking about. And it's crazy because I actually got a lot of sleep last night. That's how you know the podcast sucks. But it's good that I'm talking because I didn't have a lot of notes. So I was able to bullshit at least like 20 extra minutes into this show. So hopefully you guys, <laughs> you fucking enjoyed that. Oh, um, with him being, him, that shit being scary. Yeah, uh, yeah, Trump got on stage and this motherfucker, he was just like, yo, they're all cheating it's all it's all fraud we're gonna sue we're gonna take the court which he doesn't have any type of case because all officials have said what the fuck are you talking about um and he just sounded like he sounded like a dictator uh fucking i do i do believe sometimes that the media does take i think trump is an idiot i but i do think sometimes the media did take him out of context and they would blow things like out of proportion. And then there were times where I'm a very logical person. There were times where like he would say some crazy shit. Like I said, the truth is usually in the middle, to be honest. 
um but this is one time where like i was watching and i'm like yo not only do you sound like first of all he did the walk of shit yo go please go look at this shit up on youtube this nigga did a walk of shame after he gave his little 20 minute speech he did this little slow walk with his head down like yo this bitch ass nigga's about to go cry bro but he stood on stage and he sounded like a fucking dictator from fucking far cry 6 bro uh he was just like everybody's cheating and i'm like yo this is kind of I was like this i was looking at it, i was like this doesn't feel like democracy this 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 is actually kind of scary uh and it's it's about that time to get him the fuck up out of here and the worst part is all his little ignorant ass followers are just gonna believe everything that he says i mean all you gotta do like i said go watch those daily show those daily show videos where they where they interview trump supporters because uh woof woof middle america middle america i will never make any type of stop in middle america unless it's to get some gas because oh my god um but yeah god damn we talked a lot about politics i'm all over the place so biden won um folks i will say this much for those of you who are unfamiliar with politics don't get too excited because the house the congress didn't really change that much it's still going to be from what it looks like because not all the results have come in but from what it looks like in the point in which i'm recording is it looks like congress is still going to be ran by republicans and then that and then you know the presidency is going to be democrat so if anything uh these next four years will actually probably be something similar to obama uh one of the reasons for those of you unfamiliar with why uh politics or whatever because you hear a lot of black people say you know obama didn't do anything for black folks or whatever uh one of the reasons obama couldn't get anything done is because congress was majority republican and we have checks and balances so you, you the president can't just order everything he wants otherwise it's a dictatorship it has to go through congress like congress is the one who, who's supposed to declare war uh except for when bush did it uh that was that was illegal but anyways um so we have checks and balances uh so basically like congress would like block a lot of what obama would try to do and then if i had to have a prediction like i'm not saying this is what's gonna happen uh that's probably what's gonna happen like it's gonna be biden trying to get things done but you know uh congress is gonna block a lot of what he tries to get done and then you know because you're the president is the symbol of freedom he's like the leader the figurehead he's gonna get blamed for everything uh so it, the, the cycle repeats itself but at bare at, at bare minimum i think the one reason people are excited about biden is even though he's a very establishment type candidate uh people are excited because uh trump was just embarrassing for america uh like i said when he got on stage and he was just pouting and calling fraud and all these ballots and stuff it's just very embarrassing uh at, at bare minimum at least we'll have somebody in the seat who isn't going to embarrass america and who, who looks presidential and uh is trying to be part of the world i don't know i'm done talking about politics uh let's get into this gaming let's get into this gaming um so since the last podcast i didn't get a swig of this water actually that's a swig of gamer subs. Fun fact, I actually had plans to visit Japan in 2020, but that's currently not possible because COVID-19 has messed up everything. The good news is I was able to bring a slice of Japan to me via today's sponsor, Boxu. Boxu is an authentic Japanese monthly snack box delivered to your door. They partner with 100 plus year old family snack makers to deliver fresh Japanese exclusive snacks to your door. Every box you purchase supports these small family run businesses and helps keep their traditions alive. I got my box in the mail and I was actually surprised by how much was in the box. 
There was these hard candies, pastries, and various other baked snacks. And my favorite snacks that I received was the matcha chocolate stick cake. It's a soft cake with matcha from Kyoto, which is known for their higher quality grade of matcha. The cake was rich and delicious. Oh, and the seaweed tempura, it was fire too. It was this light snack with a hint of citrus on it. And it has this, it offered a unique experience that I enjoyed personally. And the best part is each box comes with a pamphlet explaining what each snack is and where it comes from just in case you can't read Japanese like me. Each box comes with 20 to 25 premium snacks, so I think there's a lot of value here. And since Boxu is a sponsor of the show, you can get your authentic Japanese snacks today by going over to boxu.com. That's B O K K S U.com to experience a taste of Japan. They offer free worldwide shipping if you sign up for their mailing list, and you will also get $5 off by heading on over to boxu.com and signing up for their mailing list. That's B O K K S U.com. Uh, since the last podcast, it's been the anniversary of the PS2. Hold up, PS2. What, wait, what, what, why did I even bring that up? It doesn't even matter. Actually, what I meant to say, please ignore this. Please ignore this. Rate this podcast five stars. What I meant to say is this is the last podcast I'm pretty sure I'm going to do until next gen. Because we're like three days, three, four days away from the release of the PS5 and the Xbox One. No, wait, Xbox Series X. Please, Xbox, please get better at your marketing. It's confusing. Um, next Gen is here, baby. So th- I think this is the last podcast I'm going to do uh, before next gen consoles arrive. Um, and it got me thinking, you know, I did I did a whole video or a whole podcast where I talked about the the uh, best exclusives on the Xbox one. Um, I'm not going to do best exclusives for the PS4. But what I did think I could do, like, uh, PS4 won this generation. It was the better console. I do like it. But I feel like it would be too easy to sit there and praise the PS4. So I actually wanted to talk about going out going, going out of the PS4 into the PS5. I wanted to talk about some of my least favorite things on the PS4. Because <laughs> there was a good handful of them. There was a good handful of them. But uh, before we get into it, just know that this video, this video, or this, like, this whole conversation is all just in fun. I actually like the PS4, and like I said... Uh, I came from Xbox 360 to PS4. I was an Xbox 360 guy, but I think PlayStation won this generation. Uh, and to be honest, it, it's eh, I mean, it's too early to call. But I, I have a, I feel like PS5 might win this generation too, just because the reviews have come out for the Xbox, and we'll, we'll get into that later. Um, but anyways, let's talk about the worst things about the PS4 now that we're leaving the PS4 era. So this is in no particular order. I just wrote down some thoughts about the PlayStation 4. The first thing that I hated about the PS4 was it was just loud and ghetto. Um, and, and that goes for both of them. If you didn't own a PS4 Pro, you only own the base PS4. The PS4 Pro was loud as hell too, especially when you play 2K or Modern Warfare uh, Warzone. Bro, your PS4 sounded like it was about to take off and go to the moon. It sounded like your PS4 was about to join Space Force. So I would imagine it's even worse on the PS on the on the base one because I have a PS4 Pro. Um, it's it, it's like you you can't if your friend wants to watch a movie in the background or something like it would be too loud. So it would just cover up the audio and you had to turn the TV up to 200 percent and shit. Um, it would heat your room up. I just never understood why it got so loud because NBA 2K was never really graphically intensive. I could understand Planet Side 2, but and uh, but Modern Warfare, I didn't understand why it was so fucking loud. I just never understood. I always hated that about the PS4. Why was it so loud in ghetto? And I really hope that's not the case with the PS5. Um, although there has been a story that I watched yesterday that came out that PS5s are overheating in Best Buy. 
But to give you context to that, if you only read the headline, uh, it's not enough evidence to prove whether or not the PS5 itself is overheating. So I wouldn't be too worried. Uh, what they were saying is at Best Buy, there are some PS5s that are on display that you can go look and you can like play them and demo them. The problem is they're keeping the PS5s in these plastic cases and the, the plastic cases are like really small so they were making the argument that the ps5 is not getting enough room to breathe so the hot air that's blowing out of the ps5 that's supposed to go into the atmosphere it's instead being recycled inside of that small plastic case because they, they put it in a small plastic case because they don't want people to steal it basically it's a security reason obviously the ps5 isn't out at this point um but the problem is the hot air is being recycled in that small case and it's overheating the ps5 so people were taking screenshots showing that the ps5 is shutting down and being warned um but just to give context it seems like it's because best buy didn't properly case it they probably should have put it in a bigger case so there could be better airflow but we shall see remember i warned you remember i warned you here there is a it's it's a 50 50 we actually don't know because when first when consoles first come out that's when you're going to see the most problems and that's why it's better to let people with money beta test things for you because you want to pick up the the second third fourth generations when they start to work those kinks out um so it's a 50 50 it might be a case of the ps5 is overheating because of the small cases that they're putting it inside of and it's plastic or it could just be the ps5 we shall see remember i told you here first on a hokage thoughts rated five stars bitch um so yeah first thing i didn't like about the ps4 that shit was loud and ghetto um oh the second thing i did not like about the ps4 yo the inconsistent power button i own two ps4s i owned a base ps4 and I own the the pro. I traded in my base to get the pro like a couple years ago. And it and both of them, the power, I hate, I never thought in my life that like I would see a console where they somehow fucked up the power button. Xbox didn't have no games, but I never had a problem turning on my Xbox. You hit the Xbox button, boop, it turns on. You hit boop, it turns right back off. The PS4, you would hit the button. Sometimes it would turn on. Sometimes the light would turn white. Sometimes the shit would turn like red for me or whatever. Um, sometimes it would do nothing at all. So then you would have to pull out the back of the plug and shit. I never understood it. And then there would be times where like you got to hold it for 10, 20 seconds. Wait for it to beep twice. The, I, I don't care what nobody says. The, the power button on the PS4 was inconsistent. There would be times where like I would not play my PS4 for like two, three weeks at a time. I try to turn it on and it would just would not turn on. And I had to unplug it and plug it back in. And I never understood why it was like that. I hope the PS5 is not like that. Go back to a traditional power button with all the, without all the extra beep, boop, boops being difficult and shit. I just want to hit a button and I want it to turn the fuck on and turn off. So that was one thing I also hated about the PS4, the inconsistent power button. Uh, the third thing that I hated about the PS4, the cheap ass controllers, analog sticks. Uh, I went through several and I went through several controllers for both my PS4s because the analog sticks were really cheap. Later, later, later in the life, they ended up fixing it, I think. But like for those of you who don't remember, like the edges of the analog sticks they used to like tilt in and then they would like break off and like i remember the first ps4 that i had the controller the analog sticks broke like a couple months after owning the shit they started tilting in and then they fell off and the next thing you know you just got the plastic of the analog stick being exposed and now it's cutting your fingers and shit so now you gotta go spend 60 70 80 100 million dollars for a new fucking uh ps4 controller so i went through several controllers because the analog sticks were cheaply designed um and i really hope that they fixed that with the ps5 because that stuff was not fun and it was really really annoying um 
dealing with them cheap ass controllers i also hate the ps i've always hated the playstation's uh analog set setup i've all i will always prefer the play uh and that's why it always hurts me to support playstation contrary to what some people say in the comment section that i'm a fucking sony fanboy like i don't actually like the playstation controller at all the the analog stick the way that they're like together like that i've always liked the uh the adjacent analog sticks that uh the xbox has it just feels more natural in the hand in my opinion um and that's why i use an xbox controller when i play games on pc like apex legends or something like that which by the way season seven fire new map fire horizon that's my boo uh fourth thing that i did not like about the playstation 4 is the ethernet port this sounds really stupid but for those of you unfamiliar with the technical side of like consoles and computers and shit uh one of the ways that sony um made the playstation 4 affordable is they skimped they skimped on the uh on the internet side the fucking ethernet port and the wi-fi uh, adapter that they got in there it's not like it wasn't up to standard so like the download and upload speeds didn't take full advantage if you have fast internet and y'all know i'm not poor i have gigabit internet uh but because the the, the wi-fi adapter and the ethernet port in there could only take in so much data um i get for those of you unaware because you know i got gigabit and i'm gonna remind y'all I get a thousand up, a thousand down uh, internet speeds, but on the PlayStation 4, because they nerfed the fucking internet on the PlayStation 4, I can't take advantage of that. So I'm paying for one thing and I get it while I'm streaming and playing games on my PC, but on the PS4, I would get like 20 up, 20 down. And like, that's not terrible internet speeds. If you live like in fucking Iowa or something, that's great. You know, if you live in Idaho, 20 up, 20 down is great. But for me, that's poverty. And I didn't appreciate that I'm paying for one thing. And, and I think they fixed it in the PS5. So we're going to be able to get better speeds. But I always hated that about the PS4. It would, it would take games would take longer to download on my PS4. Uh, 20 gigabytes on my PC with my gigabit Internet literally takes like two, three, four, five minutes tops on the PS4. That shit would take hour or two. And that shit was annoying. Uh, so please fix that with the PS5. Uh, another thing I hated about the PS4 unplugging the ps4 yo there's been times where i accidentally like kicked the cable uh on my outlet and like it unplugged the ps4 oh my god bro god, there, there goes your ps4 for a week i like there's been times where i thought my ps4 died because you you accidentally unplugged the shit or like remember when i said the inconsistent power button you would hit the power button and it, it would it wouldn't turn on the light would turn white and then you hold it the light turned blue it still wouldn't do nothing nothing would show up on the screen so there'd be times where i'd unplug it out of the damn outlet then it would stop working still even longer and then when it would come back you get that black screen saying hey don't unplug your shit we got to report prepare your database i never understood what's the fucking issue with that shit I just I, it's the only console I, I never had this problem with xbox i never had a problem where i would unplug the xbox and then it just stopped working please just fix your power supplies or something i don't know i don't know fuck that shit this one's kind of petty but another thing that i did not like about the uh ps4 was the sharp ass corners i don't remember if the base ps4 had sharp corners i believe it did but uh the pro the pro got sharp ass corners too there's been times where like i walk past my ps4 and bump my knee or like my leg against that shit it cut me now i'm bleeding all over the place like a fucking anime character when blood comes out the nose and shit fucking i think i, I think i had to go to the hospital when no i didn't have to go to the hospital i'm lying but like i thought about it like that's and that's what matters like ah like peter griffin ah fucking bumping your knee against that shit like all right let's get let's get off, let's get off that shit let's get off that shit um Another thing I like about the PS4. 
thing I didn't like about the PS4 was the PSN store was mad inconsistent, bro. A new game would come out and you couldn't find that shit. Like, I know I'm not the only one that didn't have this shit. You would type shit in and like, I, I guess it's because it's me being lazy. The way my brain works is if something is new and I type like a few letters into like, let's say NBA 2K. If I type in NBA 2K and NBA 2K 21 is the latest one, you would think on the PSN store, that's the first thing that pops up, but it'd be like NBA 2K 19 that pop up and shit. Then you gotta scroll all through the bottom just to find the new shit. I just never understood what was the problem with the PSN store trying to find new products and shit. And then God forbid a new game comes out and everybody's trying to download it. You can forget that you ain't playing the game till the game could drop at midnight. You ain't playing it till two days later because the PSN store or once it got hit or you know because shit remember when that shit used to get hacked all the damn time you could just forget it combined with them shitty ass internet speeds i just never understood why it was so hard to fucking find psn games sometimes i remember it was hard to find that 2k demo but whatever i got two more um poor party chat uh it is 2020 we're going into 2021 i really hope with the ps5 the party chat is better and i'm talking about the audio quality um it's thank god for discord i don't use this shit but the few times that i have used it i honestly just felt like it was just life in the projects it was just really impoverished and i feel really bad for some of y'all who use the ps4 party chat um xbox party chat is much better i've heard it it actually sounds pretty decent but ps4 party chat it just sounds like every, it doesn't matter you could have a 200 headset and somebody could have a 20 headset it doesn't matter you both sound like you're talking through a vietnam war radio calling in an airstrike and there's no reason why everybody should sound like they're calling in an airstrike there's no reason why everybody should sound like they're fucking storming the beaches of normandy in world war ii with their fucking headset if you spend good money on a headset it should sound good and that has something to do with psn and the playstation store uh, i they are the playstation hardware they need they need to address it and last but not least besides the poverty audio shame never never i never let sony lit it shit down never forget that every playstation launched with that cheap ass earbud okay fucking that little five dollar earbud and then you know what's really bad about that shit it, remember it only went one in your ear it didn't even they didn't even do two ears it came with a fucking microphone that only goes in one ear the shit sounds like a fucking world war ii radio so never forget that they did that shit if they're gonna include a head either include a good headset or don't include one at all okay that's what i always hate about that shit was poverty so there's a few things that I hated about the PS4. Hopefully they improve in the PS5. Uh, I think they're going to address most of the things that I'm talking about. If they don't, you know, maybe Xbox will take the lead. Um, uh, but who knows? Because actually, you know, let's, let's talk about that. I got that on my notes. Um, so the PS5 and the Xbox reviews have came out. Um, and for the on the Xbox side of things, the general if you haven't been watching the reviews, the general consensus is for both X, new Xboxes, both very powerful machines, but it ain't got no games to play. And it's one of those things like I was watching the reviews. I was like, yo, the jokes write themselves. I wish that I can make this shit up, but I can't uh fucking literally every i watched like three or four reviews and every review said the same thing like this is cool man the new the new feature where you can boot up games like instantly or resume exactly where you amazing the ssd and the thing amazing the power that it has amazing but we're playing gears of war 5 who cares who fucking that's just to give you perspective when did gears of war 5 come out gears of war i think that's a 2018 game uh no it came out 2019 so it's a it's a year old well, it's, it's almost a two-year-old game because we're going into 2021 so just to give you perspective 
uh, they playing Gears of War 5, they playing The Witcher 3, they playing Red Dead Redemption 2, they're playing all last gen games, so that was their main gripe, so Xbox, need, it doesn't matter how powerful it is, they said it is a very powerful system, very quick, the best feature is the SSD as well as the quick resume, but they don't got no games, uh, who gives a fuck that you can play Cuphead at 120 frames? You niggas have played Cuphead 20 times already, and I'm never gonna play it once because I'm not. I'm not a fucking. I'm not, I, I don't care about you know being a tryhard. Uh, and then on the PS5, it's basically the same thing. It's got a lot of power. Uh, the, the SSD is amazing. It boots games up really quickly, but uh, they didn't really have no games to play. Granted, I think the PS5's launch launch. Uh, is better let's see ps5 launch titles there's more original titles. they got like sack boys adventure they got the demon souls remaster uh godfall is a multi-plat but they got miles morales although that's on ps4 astros playroom in my opinion the ps5's launch titles are better but they're not much better if 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 xbox's launch titles were an f or an e depending on where you're from if they were an f uh i think the playstations are like a d plus at best uh because it's nothing like it's wild that's actually what i was thinking about we're going into next gen and i didn't know what i was gonna play i was like damn i'm getting the new xbox i'm literally only getting the new xbox to play 2k for like two days because i want to be there to compete day one and then i'm gonna get it on ps5 and i'm getting my ps5 to play uh next gen 2k as well but there's nothing oh and miles morales but i can play it on my ps4 um, in all honesty, if you don't have the money, you honestly should wait for next gen. Uh, wait a year and see see what what games are coming out because both both launch lineups are looking pretty fucking weak. And then you know these new platforms have kinks in them and shit like that. I seen you know it's funny if you're on social media, you know that like a lot, a lot, a lot of content creators. And I said this on stream, twitch.tv slash Black Okage. Follow me. A lot of content creators got free Xbox Series X's uh, from Microsoft. They they did like a whole media blitz last week where like literally. Everybody, it seemed like everybody that I follow that I'm cool with on my timeline got an Xbox with me, which is whatever. But uh, I, I didn't feel any type of way. I was just like, damn, there's like a circle <laughs> I need to I need to be aware of. But like, I don't get jealous of people. But there were other content creators that I did see. They got real jealous. And I was talking about this on stream. And I'm like, yo, I get y'all make Xbox content and you wanted your free Xbox and you wanted to feel like, you know, special from your corporate masters. But um. Everybody was unboxing, everybody had their unboxing video of the new Xbox, but it's like, you notice, you didn't see nobody playing no games. Uh, and that's because they couldn't even use the Xbox. They couldn't use the UI, the internet, they needed like the online or whatever. And that's why everybody, if you notice, every, everybody was unboxing the Xbox, wasn't nobody playing no games. Ain't no games, you couldn't get on the online. So I was like, why are y'all jealous? They're gonna be able to access their Xbox the same day as you when you get yours. So I was like, there's no reason to even be mad. Ain't no fucking, you niggas gonna be playing Gears of War 5 anyway, fuck that shit. Uh, so yeah, don't be mad. Don't be mad. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of like you know, look up, look up PS5 and Xbox. Uh, I think GameSpot, IGN, they both, and then I think Venture Beat. I think I seen. It's a bunch of major publications. They both got, uh, they all got uh, reviews on the platforms. If you want to check them out. Um, ooh, let's get into this. Uh, today, for those unaware, is November seventh. November seventh for people who aren't Mass Effect fans uh, is actually uh, known as N7 Day. N7 is. It's from the Lord. It's like the super military group in, in Mass Effect. So today's in seven day and what Bioware actually announced on their official website is a Mass Effect Legendary Edition. It, it's so it turns out it's true. The Mass Effect Trilogy remaster is coming. Uh, they said it is coming 2021. Um, they said for many months now, our team at Bioware has been hard at work updating the texture, shaders, models and effects, technical features for three enormous games. Our goal was not to remake or reimagine the original game 
but to modernize the experience so that fans and new players can experience the original work in its best possible form. It's been amazing to see the adventures of Commander Shepard take on new life in a super sharp resolution, faster frame rates, and beautiful visual enhancements. As game developers, we always hope that our games will transcend their original platforms. Having the opportunity to remaster the trilogy means that the fruits of the decade of our work will live on and will be experienced better and clearer than ever before. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition will include single player based content and DLC from Mass Effect 2, 2 and 3, plus promo weapons, armors, and packs, all remastered and optimized for 4K Ultra HD. It will be available spring 2021 for Xbox One, PS4, PC, and four compatibility targeted enhancements for the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. Basically every platform that you can imagine besides Google Stadia because it doesn't have any games. Uh, it doesn't have anything. Uh, <laughs> um, so just to um, just understand, just to get a gist of this, this is not going to be a full remake like, uh, like what's the name? Uh, la, 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 la like the mafia trilogy it's not going to be a full remake like that or like that ratchet and clank remake uh this sounds like it's going to be somewhere in the middle uh it seems like they're going to improve that because they said textures in here it's really weird but they're not calling it a remake uh if i had to guess they're just going to bump up the resolution so it's clearer they might make the textures like a little bit better and the frame rates obviously going to be better but it sounds like they're focusing more on quality of life changes because mass effect one is a little clunky if well honestly all three of the mass effects are like clunky by today's standards i think the story and the biotics i mean the gameplay still stands it's just it could be a little bit smoother it seems like they're making quality of life changes and they're gonna update the the resolution to like 4k so don't it's it's a little disappointing because honestly i would have preferred a full-blown remake even if it was just one game like the mass effect like the mafia trilogy if they just remade the original mass effect fully brand new textures quality of life changes it seems like this is kind of a half effort effort and that's kind of disappointing to see but then it's also kind of hard to judge because they're kind of vague with the things that they're seeing. We only can tell when they release a gameplay trailer. All they did was release like kind of like a teaser trailer. Be like, hey, it's coming spring 2021. So I'm excited to see what that gameplay trailer uh, looks like. Hopefully they really uh, they really spruce it up and make it more modern. Uh, and you already know twitch.tv slash the black Okage. Make sure to follow me. You know, we doing a regardless of what it is. I am a super Mass Effect fan. This is my favorite trilogy of all time. It used to be Zelda, but mass effect move i you know it's funny like it's like j cole says make make way for like new legends i remember playing completing the mass effect trilogy i've, I've beaten mass effect 1 11 times for those of you unaware and every time i found something new in the gameplay that's how deep that game was uh freaking for those of you unaware though like i remember after completing the mass effect trilogy even with that ending uh i struggled with it for years like i didn't want to say it because like Ocarina of Time is like one of the greatest games of all time to me, as well as like several other Zelda games. Before Mass Effect, Zelda was always my... And y'all know I hate puzzles. That's how good Zelda is to me. I fucking hate puzzles. But it's one of those things is like you can't deny greatness. Like I deal with it because I love the adventures in, in Zelda. But I struggled with it for a long time. I would be like, you know, Zelda is my favorite franchise of all time. Mass Effect's number two, a strong number two. But it's like it's to the point where I'm like, fuck it. As, as the years have gone on and I've let it marinate and me and Ethos have had several like in-depth debates about like Mass Effect and stuff. I'm okay with saying that Mass Effect is now number one. The original Mass Effect trilogy, not Andromeda, but the original Mass Effect trilogy is my favorite game series of all time. And Zelda has been bumped down to number two and it's it's a strong number two, but I'm excited to see what they do with this Mass Effect trilogy remaster. Uh, hopefully they put their heart and effort into it because, you know, we, we grew up with that shit. That's what we like, that's what we like. Um, let's see, what else I got on my news? Uh, oh, Watch Dogs Legion, I've been playing that. 
Um, I'm going to do a full review, but if you just kind of want some first impressions, I'm going to speak on it real quick and then we're going to get the fuck up out of here and I'm going to answer some questions and we can get out of here. Um, eh. So when I previewed the game like a few months ago, it was exciting because you got to play the game early. And this is why I always say take things with a grain of salt. And this, first of all, this rule applies to me as well as everybody else. Don't think I'm just talking about other publications. I'm talking about me as well. When it comes to previews, always take what I say as well as every other people who get the preview games with a grain of salt. And the reason being is like what these companies show us is a vertical slice. When I previewed Watch Dogs Legions like four months ago, four or five months ago, uh, they only let me play for like two, three hours. Um, and in those two, three hours that I played, I really liked what I played. But once you get to spend more time with the game, you get to see more things for what it was. Um, this game is it's it's OK. It's OK. Based, based off my first impressions and my opinion could change. This is not a review. I would say based off what I've played, because I, I have like 15, 16, maybe like 20 hours. I've done like all the side missions. Now I'm just running through the story. I have at least 15 hours on the game. Um, I can say that like i think Watch Dogs 2 is the best in the series still i think this one is probably ugh, it's probably better than the first one but it's still so the problem with this game right is once you get past the gimmick the gimmick in Watch Dogs legion is the whole concept of a legion you, you can literally play anybody in the game you literally walk around the street and you can you can scan npcs and you see all their abilities and you can recruit them on their team what's what's really dope it's Watch Dogs legion is a technical marvel you could literally recruit any NPC off of the street. They all have different abilities. Well, I won't say they all have different abilities. You mostly see different abilities. Then when that person joins your team and you control and play them, that person shows up in the cutscenes and they're fully voice acted. So like kudos to Ubisoft because that is a technical marble. Uh, but once you get past that gimmick and you start to put more hours into this game and dive deep into the layers of it, you start to realize that it's just a gimmick and the problem with this gimmick is two things, right? So one, now that I have a ton of hours on this game, I've seen the same, I've seen the same, not NPC faces, but like abilities on a lot of different people uh, versus when I only played it for like two hours, I could not find anybody that was the same as the other person in terms of like abilities. But when you put enough hours into it, you start to see duplicates a lot. So that was one problem. And then two, the game feels very impersonal. Uh, Watch Dogs 2, dare I say, it might be a classic. It's so it's very it's very shameful that people slept on that game and it didn't sell well. Uh, Marcus had a great story, and it's not even like a bias because I'm black. He had a great story uh, with great character development. Uh, like I told you, like I knew that character was very Marcus in Watch Dogs Two was very in debt because he was such a nice guy. Like did not like spoil anything. I encourage people to play Watch Dogs Two. Basically, he got framed for some bullshit by the government, and he had to you know clear his name and he joined Dead Psych and all this other shit um and but he was such a nice guy who was just from the hood he was from like he was from oakland and he was just trying to make it out of the hood and he got framed by the government for some bullshit uh you didn't believe i personally did not believe because he was such a great dude that he would kill anybody and i said this in my review i i realized at the end of my review i played that game for like 30 hours i did not kill a single person in that entire game all i did was use my stun gun and i used like takedowns i would choke people out and put them to sleep i did an entire stealth playthrough where um i did not kill anybody i did not use any guns and i i came to that realization i was like the reason i did that is because i did not believe that marcus would kill anybody uh because he was just such a well-written character and that's why i like i feel like as the years go on like watchdogs legion move to watchdogs 2 moves up 
the ladder for me because it was such a it was a really good game it had some really good social commentary on what it means to be black in america and shit um and black in like corporate america in the workplace i encourage people to play Watch Dogs too i still think that that's the best in the franchise and it's a shame so many people slept on that shit because that game was not only was it fun it was woke great characters um colorful but Watch Dogs legion it's hard to go from san francisco to fucking grimy ass i was about to say cleveland london I mean, everybody knows that like Cleveland is basically like the Midwestern version of London. You know, it's like dark, cloudy and just ugly. Uh, yeah, it's just like London is dark and like cloudy. There's a little bit of color here and there throughout the city. But like it's it's kind of weird going from San Francisco to London. Um, but my main problem with Watch Dogs Legion is once you get past that gimmick of being able to recruit and play as anybody, the game feels very impersonal. Uh, even Watch Dogs 1 and as well as Watch Dogs 2, it had a character, a main protagonist with character development, and you were really invested in their stories. Because you can play anybody, it feels very impersonal. And a lot of the story is told in the same way Borderlands is told, where it's like somebody just on the side of the screen speaking to you. It just all feels like you're talking to a robot, and it feels very impersonal. And I, I like the gameplay. Uh, I just, the story is not doing it for me. It's not, I'm not invested in it at all. And that's just kind of my first impressions. I haven't beaten the story. Maybe it'll pick up. Some people said that it does pick up. Although some people have told me in the chat the ending sucks. Uh, we'll see when I if my thoughts have changed. But that's kind of just my first impressions of it. My first impressions would be, you know, wait till the prize drops. But let's see how I feel when the game is done. So just some thoughts on Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, we'll revisit this when the full review comes out. Um, let me get a swig of this water. And then we are going to get into the question. Ooh. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. So friendly reminder. These questions, a lot of times we talk about life. Um, First of all, if you want to submit a question, follow me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore. I keep it real. Um, these questions are every every podcast. This is a disclaimer. Every podcast, I put out a tweet and I say, hey, I'm working on show notes for the next Hokage Thoughts. Submit your questions or topic suggestions. Um, and these are people who are submitting questions to me. And this is me trying to answer them to the best of my ability. Uh, I'm telling you guys that they ask me questions. I try to answer them. My word is not law. My word is not law. I am not the all-seeing eye. I do not know everything about life. I'm just trying to answer questions to the best of my ability. You can do whatever you can do whatever the fuck you want with this information, okay? Now, with the disclaimer out of the way, the first question comes from Fro Who Knows, and he says, I remember in a past stream you mentioned that you were using a lotion that contained stem cells or something of that sort to help with stretch marks. Have you seen any progress or lack thereof? So it's not a lotion that I was using. This one's kind of random. It's not a lotion that I was using, but actually it's a, uh, oh wait, I think I got it behind me. Hold on, let me grab it real quick. One second. Okay. I know that's really awkward, like, like audio when I go away. I actually have it right here because I was just using it when I got it. So I use it whenever I get out of the shower. I mix in like lotion with it. It's actually an oil. It's called anti, you can get it on Amazon. On Amazon, it's $30. It's called anti-cellulite massage oil. They are not paying for me. They are not paying me to talk about this. Uh, I was just looking for something. So one of my problems with like, when I put on weight is I got stretch marks. I got them like right below, like right below my arm, like right on, near my armpit, I have them. I have some like on my lower stomach and then like on the side, like on my hips and shit. And I just don't like the way it looks. So like, I've been looking for, as my weight has come down, I've been looking for a way to, you know, 
at least try to reduce the uh the visibility of the stretch marks because you want to be sexy you want to look good right um so i was just doing research and i came across that m3 naturals anti-cellulite massage oil uh it's infused with collagen it says and stem cells uh according to amazon it helps firm the skin tighten the skin and tone it uh treat unwanted fat tissue and stretch marks uh cellulite removal cream and it has four and a half stars no 4.6 stars out of five 26,000 reviews so people were like it's got a lot of really good reviews people swear by it um i've been using it for like two months it's kind of hard to gauge because the problem with these things is like it, it takes like six plus months for before you start to see real results but all i can tell you is i use it whenever i get out of the shower because your pores are open and i like i'll take like two dabs of oil and i'll mix it into my lotion and then i'll rub it all over my body and shit. um and i just been doing that it looks like my my stretch marks have faded a little bit but i need more time with it it's hard for me to tell you whether or not this is definitively worth for me because i haven't spent enough time with it like these type of things that aren't just gonna magically fix your shit. but according to these reviews they help and i do feel like it's helped a little bit uh but it costs 30 dollars uh it's called m3 naturals anti-cellulite massage oil if you want to know more about it look it up on amazon do your research i'm not i'm not gonna give a definitive answer like yes this is the shit. i i personally need more time with it but that's what i'm using if you want to know um the next question comes from Onavi and he says, hey, TBH, right now I'm trying to get my body and lifestyle right by starting to exercise regularly. I just wanted to know if supplements are okay to use or should I just focus on developing my body first? And what should I work on first as I begin my workouts? Um, first and foremost, you said, I'm trying to start exercising early. I just want to know if supplements are okay. Supplements, so let's get something straight about supplements for those of you unaware. Um, I feel like people, a lot of Americans, I don't know if this is like an international thing, but a lot of Americans view supplements as some type of magical pill or protein powder or shake that's supposed to just make their body accelerate and give them what they need to develop their body the way they want. Understand that supplements are designed to supplement your diet. Like, hold up. I feel like people don't actually know what this word actually means. So even when I was in my best shape, when I had abs, when I was younger, like which was I had abs for a long time, actually from about 15 to about, I would say 23, I had abs uh, and that was 100 percent my diet. I've never I've ne I've never and like I used to be shredded, bro. I used to walk around like I used to just walk around with my shirt off, bro. Like, I, <laughs> like the shit hit different with your body, right, bro? Fucking um, and I've never been on supplements. I've always it was always natural. One, it was 100 percent my diet and an exercise uh supplement let's see definition so the way you're supposed to use supplements is is to supplement your lifestyle right um like let's say you're a busy person um you're a busy person who's working 12 14 hours every day and you don't always have time to cook a supplement is supposed to be like you work out and then like you hit your protein shake like right after because you just don't have time to cook that's what a supplement is. you're supposed to it's supposed to supplement uh like a meal or whatever uh but nothing will ever replace a natural meal no, nothing will ever it's always better to absorb your nutrients from meals not from actual like pills and protein shakes and shit like that so i always encourage people to just eat natural just eat healthy and like you'll be fine because i'm telling you right now like in, at my at my healthiest weights i i never took any type of supplements to put muscles on to get shredded anything like that uh you should just focus on your diet it's if you try to change your body it's 80 percent diet 20 percent working out it's i'm being 100 honest i know people that didn't work out at all they just cleaned their diet up and lost mad weight it has nothing to do with you exercise because you want to be able to 
um, what's the word? You want to improve like your heart strength and your muscle strength, if that makes sense. Like you, you, you exercise because you want to be able to run three miles. Uh, it's not necessarily to lose weight, it's, uh, if that makes sense. So if there ever comes a point in your life where you need to run, like let's say there's a zombie outbreak, right? You know your body can handle it. That's why you exercise. Or you lift weights so that, you know, let's say you know you move around a lot and you know you got to lift a couch or something like that. Uh, or, you know, furniture. Uh, you just want to be strong so you know that you could be able to handle it. That's the reason you exercise. It's to train your body to be able to do tasks. Uh, but you don't exercise is not required to lose weight. No, you just eat healthy. I'm telling you, it's 80% of your diet. Uh, they are, my coaches always say you can't outrun a bad diet. And that's I find that to be 100% truth is I get, I'm getting myself back into shape. Uh, in terms of developing your body, what should you focus on first? It doesn't matter what you focus on. Like when it comes to losing fat, you cannot spot reduce fat. You're going to lose it all around. Uh, I will tell you this much because I'm, I'm assuming, although it's problematic, I'm judging by your name. I'm assuming you're a dude. Do know the last place you're going to lose fat is your stomach. As men, that's usually where we hold our weight. Women usually hold it, I think, in with their thighs and like hips and stuff. Dudes, we hold our weight in our stomach. So know that like you're probably going to lose weight. Uh, and like your back, your torso, your shoulders, your chest first. Uh, and you're gonna lose a little bit in your stomach, but like the last thing to go is like, that's why they call it stubborn belly fat for us men is uh, the stomach fat. But know that for the most part, you're gonna lose body fat all around. So just focus on being healthy and exercising. Man. Hopefully that helped. Uh, the next question comes from Wolfgang and he says, I just got into the podcast game and I was curious on if you use anchor and how do you go about editing when everyone has different mics and different audio settings um yeah anchor's fine right now i host my podcast on red circle i did it for like business reasons but to be honest there's not much difference between anchor and red circle it's basically the same shit um so yeah anchor's fine it's free hosting uh and you can it's easy to distribute your uh i remember it took us years before the gi podcast because it was like a secret but now these days you literally can sign up for anchor upload some audio and then you go into your settings and you hit a button and it'll shoot your podcast out your podcast will be available on apple spotify stitcher all the major podcast platforms so yeah anchors anchors a great podcast platform there's no problem with that um in terms of how do you go about editing when everyone has different mics and different audio settings uh so for those of you unaware i still do ghetto shit i don't have some fancy ass mixer i use obs to record the audio um i'm using it to record this podcast uh but when it comes to the gi podcast we all have different mics um jg and and, and ethos both have mixers too uh the audio comes out great because i just i do some ghetto ass mixing shit what i do is uh i look at my meters on obs and i see like you know is it in the green yellow so you know is it like a good audio level i tell them spike i tell them speak mic check mic check uh i record that and then i go listen to the audio back uh and i see do we sound balanced as, as balanced as i can make it sound um if not i'll make adjustments in discord i might turn up i might turn down uh because jg mike always too damn loud so i might turn him down a little bit eat those you be talking low so i might turn him up a little bit in discord you know do like a a, a ghetto ass mix <laughs> basically and when you record it it will come out as one uh audio source uh, so I, yeah, I try to just mix them manually within the computer, if that makes sense. And then what I do is when I open it up in final cut pro, um, I use what's called limiter, uh, look it up on YouTube there, how to, uh, use. So what limiter does is, um, it'll take the parts of the audio that's lower than the rest and it'll, it'll balance it out and make it higher so that it matches everything else. So it sounds balanced, if that makes sense. Cause there's times where like people will be speaking lower and when the parts where they're speaking lower, it'll bring the audio up, but it'll keep the rest of the audio the same. So then 
when you look at the audio waves, it's more balanced. It's not going to be 100% perfect, but it makes the audio a lot better. If, if anything you want to, if you want some advice, look into limiter settings, limiter settings for your, your, um, your editor. That'll make your audio a whole lot more balanced. There you go. You're welcome. Um, next question comes from Logan. He says, have you always been a confident person or are there things that you have learned or done over the years that have helped you gain confidence in yourself? Um, confidence comes from experience. Um, I feel like a lot of y'all suffer from anxiety and a lack of confidence. Like you Gen Z people. I don't want to assume that's you, but like I'm specifically talking to Gen Z people because y'all don't go outside. Uh, we used to be outside all the time interacting. with We as humans were supposed to be talking to one another. We're supposed to be interacting with each other. And I feel like a lot of y'all are really starting to feel that now that you can't with COVID. You can't interact with as many people. So all I can say is like when the world returns back to normal, probably in 2022, uh, hopefully Biden puts a mandate on you have to wear masks everywhere you go. Because I was watching, I was actually watching the news yesterday and dude was saying like, if everybody just wore a mask for like three to six weeks, that would curve the fucking new COVID cases by a shit ton. Um, but he's like, you know, Trump is a fucking idiot. He won't, he won't, he won't do it. Um, so hopefully Biden does that. So when the world returns back to normal, just say yes to one thing that I've seen Kevin Samuel say is say yes to more life experiences. Say yeah. Even if you're not interested in something, say yes especially if you're not doing anything like on the weekend or whatever, say yes to whatever that person wants to do. Because let's say like your friend wants to go to a lunch to a spot that you're not interested in. Say yes, because you show up and then you might meet somebody there uh, that could, you know, help you land a job that you that you've always wanted or you could network with somebody like the more the more you more time you spend putting yourself in new situations, the more new opportunities will present themselves. But if you're always at home, you can never build your confidence if that makes sense. So you say yes more. That's what I would say. Say yes more. Um, some of the best life experiences I've ever had is because I said yes. Uh, I was not even necessarily interested in it, but I learned so much new shit. Uh, so, you know, keep an open mind. There are no there are no benefits to having a closed mind. Real shit. There are no benefits. All you do is hold, hug the block. Uh, and last but not least, the question comes from Uncool Kevin. He says, you talk about mental health a lot. Anything specific you do when you're streaming to recover or de-stress? Yeah, be my meat. All right. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode of Hokage Thoughts. Uh, if you guys want any music recommendations, I didn't put this on a podcast notes. I forgot, but I've been listening to uh, Benny the Butcher's Burden of Proof. He has a new album. Hit Boy produced it. The Butcher coming, nigga. Listen to that shit. That shit is hard. That's one of the best albums of the year. Real cool, cool nigga music, bro. Y'all know I love cool nigga music, bro. But yeah, other than that, that's all I got in my podcast notes. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, please remember to rate this show five stars on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help a brother's show move up the algorithm. If you want to financially support the show, please, please, please consider supporting the show by hitting the cash app. My cash app is dollar sign the Black Okage 08. Um, other than that, that's all I got on my show notes. I will talk to you guys later on the next episode of Hokage Thoughts. Thoughts.